0: That's right, Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasinocom No purchase necessary. 4 by law. 18-plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Broadway Podcast Network presents Giants in the Sky. How Sondheim and Lapine went into the woods. With me, Ben Rimmelauer. Today's guest, Joy Franz, the original stepmother. Once upon a time... Joy Franz created the role of the stepmother in Into the Woods beginning at Playwrights Horizons and continuing through its Old Globe premiere to the Broadway opening, eventually playing the role in James Lapine's revival with Vanessa Williams. Her other original Sondheim productions include Assassins, A Little Night Music, and the original West End cast of Company. Her many other Broadway credits include Bob Fosse's original productions of Pippin and Sweet Charity and revivals of Les Liaisons Dangerous, I tried, and Guys and Dolls, as well as innumerable regional and touring credits, including most recently Anastasia, in addition to a host of television performances.
1: I've worked with him six times. The first was a little, uh, the first was Company... Then A Little Night Music. And
3: did you, did you do replacing on Company before you went on the tour of Company? Or did you start in the tour and then... What was the order? No,
1: I went to London with Company. Oh, that
3: was your first one. Yeah. In and that was... I got
1: the... to do it on Broadway for two two weeks because they needed to say the original... Uh, uh, from Broadway. Right, because
3: it was Elaine Stritch and, and Donna oh, yeah. McKechnie, Larry Kurtz. Oh, yes. Um, and uh, Barbara Barry. Barbara she... Barry. uh But not not Beth Howland, is that right? No, it, it
1: was uh, April. Uh, oh no,
3: or Julia McKenzie was she that role? No,
1: because she did well when they replaced us.
3: Oh, gotcha. That's did she replace she, you? No, no.
1: I don't know what part she she did. And then uh, who replaced Donna was Antonia Ellis. Oh right. And which we got to do, uh, Pippin together. Mm. Vistrata. She was Vestrada. Oh, yeah. That... And then we've become, we're eternal friends. mm And, uh, yeah, I got to do, uh, Pippin with everyone. Every, all of the, mm. the guys.
3: Had you, and had you taken over from Betty Buckley? I
1: did. I stood by for her for a year and a half. Wow. And then I took over and did it for a year and a half. And then I did, uh... A little tour. I decided not to do the, you know, the national tour, which was stupid. But anyway, I didn't do the national tour. Well,
3: uh, you were young. You were having fun in New York City. What did you yes, want to go I on tour I was involved
1: for? with uh, some asshole.
3: Yeah, well, isn't that always the way? <laughs>
1: yeah, really. You know, company, a little night music, which I replaced. Yes, uh, Mrs. Nordstrom. Mrs. Nordstrom, I have replaced, uh, you know... Terry Ralston mm. and then uh then I don't know which was went first uh primarily we roll along out in La Jolla
3: yeah that was the year before you did uh Assassins. Into the Woods no
1: then, then I did Assassins
3: oh and early early
1: uh-huh, at the you know the Playwrights Horizon
3: no that because that was after Into the Woods it was. Yeah, I, I know you did. Are you, you did Merrily at La Jolla in '85 with James Lapine, and then uh, you did Into the Woods in La Jolla in '86. Not La Jolla, San Diego. Into yeah, San Woods, Diego. '86 Broadway, '87, and then Assassins. I think the player at Horizons was 1989 or 1990. Because it was the Iraq War, was why they didn't. I know we were um, supposed to go to yeah, Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the talk now, when they analyze it, was that it was that it, everybody was rallying behind the flag and the musical about yeah. They, the they thought maybe and... we
1: were glorifying assassins, yes. which was just the opposite. Yeah, it's saying this is what happened. You know, yeah, having guns. Yeah, and then I did the second into the woods. Yeah, yeah, and tour, and then is that it? Is that six?
3: That's a lot. Yeah. And, um, can wait, I had, uh, I haven't actually had something open on my phone.
1: Can you get that out? Yeah. A, because you know. there's, you
3: know, there's this great website. Well, there's IBDB, which has Yeah, and facts. it doesn't have all of my stuff. Well, the Overture is good, too, because it has weird things like readings and London on it. Oh, I
1: did a lot of readings.
3: Yeah. Well, it doesn't have every reading, but it has, like, the Playwrights' Horizons Into the Woods reading. Which, maybe you can help me clarify because so far I've talked to James Lapine, and I've talked to Paul Ford, and nobody remembers. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, well, so there was a reading at Playwrights at some point of Into the Woods, and then there was a workshop at Playwrights Horizons of Into the Woods. We did a reading
1: first, and then we uh, went out.
3: Because according to the website, there was reading, then workshop, then San Diego, then another workshop, then Broadway. And then according to some people, there was another reading after the workshop just for Bernadette to read it with the rest of you before you started rehearsals. But some people have no memory of that. It's like, this is like (laughs) such conflicting oral histories. We didn't do another one. Um, I was remembering the first like table read, you know, as an event. Because you had all just been together, minus Bernadette. We
1: did do the first reading at uh, Playwrights. And then... uh, And then out to San Diego and then came back and did another workshop because they replaced uh, the one that did Ellen Foley. Ellen Foley, who was marvelous. Yeah.
3: And were you still in the show on Broadway when she came back in and played the witch at the end of the run?
1: No. I was in the show from the beginning and the end.
3: James Lapine. Totally James Lapine also denies the, but there's playbills with her name on the on the title page. I mean, I think it was just a short. Actually, I think the IBDB even has the what? timing of that. Yeah, that she was the final witch on Broadway. Um, well,
1: it's, it's very. Possible. I mean, it's so
3: funny. You know, I was coming into this thinking there would be bones of contention that people disagreed about things. But it's the, f- the bare facts of what happened. There's so many conflicting, you know. Sp- sure. now, I am talking to Chip Zion, and people say that he is the, like, the scribe. That he is the, what's the Roman guy who wrote the the, the history? That he's going to give me the Josephus? No. What? Well,
1: he-
3: yeah. So hopefully he'll have all that. But, um. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's so funny. Everyone remembers things very differently. Okay, replacements on Broadway. Ellen Foley was the witch for a month. And is that the closing month? August to September of 89? Yeah, she played the final month.
1: That's very odd. That I don't remember that.
3: Well, you're not alone. Uh,
1: I don't remember that. Well. uh... And it
3: lists you not just as the stepmother and an understudy for the witch, but also as a replacement witch. Did you actually have the part for a while?
1: I did it for almost two weeks uh, when... Oh, brother. Hello, names.
3: Nancy Douceau?
1: Nancy Douceau fell down uh, some stairs. Oh, my. At her country home and broke her arm.
3: This so is the perils of I having a TV sitcom. On, <laughs> you can fall down but, and but stairs. But this is
1: uh, The Revival.
3: Uh, oh, wait a minute. no, no, no that no, was um good, yeah. Pamela Myers in the revival that you replaced her that I replaced right her. yeah yeah, but Nancy de in the original fell downstairs, yeah, and you, you went her arm in.
1: and I got to go on for like two weeks
3: and had you already gone on in the role sporadically before that?
1: no, I did uh you know, we did some things like it uh raising money for mm. it, you know, at some hotels right, I right okay oh, the park, yeah.
3: And, and you had your understudy. But that must have been fun. And I was the understudy. Knowing that she was out for a whole two weeks, you could invite all your friends and your agent and all that.
1: Oh, yes.
3: So where where are these tapes of you as the witch?
1: I don't think I have any. Oh,
3: well, we're going to find them, Joy. <laughs> give me time. Give there ten. was
1: one that, uh, that somebody, uh, an artist that does the caricatures like, uh, what's his face? Oh, like
3: Ken Fallon, like Al Hirschfeld.
1: Is it in New Jersey? In
3: our, oh, no. I don't. Ken Fallon's on the Upper West Side. Um, no. But that, those kind of caricatures. No, the famous, you know. Al Hirschfeld.
1: Hirschfeld. Yeah. But there was a guy that uh, did a caricature of me, and he's... And I haven't been able to find it.
3: Oh, that's a fun thing to track down. To, yeah. In
1: New Jersey, he's like, mm. like... I don't know.
3: We gotta find it. Um uh, well okay let's go back to the very beginning because you that's a very good place to start.
1: <laughs>
3: alright I would uh this that was not your Broadway debut Pippin though you had done something before no. well company even before that no oh yes. guys and dolls at city center
1: no well yes they call that Broadway well they don't call that Broadway
3: you well you have high standards but it was nominated for Tony's those city center revivals in the 60s isn't that crazy these short runs
1: it was just a
3: little. How could it be? They were calling it Broadway. It was. Um, uh, I know that one. You you were with Anita Gillette, right? And um, Alan King. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, and
1: no, who, my first Broadway show was uh, Sweet Charity.
3: Oh, and see, they don't and even you're going have to talk that on, about Broadway. They don't even have that on IBDB. Crazy.
1: Yeah, Sweet Charity. Okay, so
3: what? So when did you go? When did you go into Sweet Charity?
1: That was in. Uh, came to new york in 64 and i think i have to find that they gave us i think it was 65 or 66 yeah 65 66
3: and was gwen still in it then yeah oh yes and um were were you in the ensemble were you dancing i was one of the
1: uh big spender girls and understudied ruth Bessie. Oh wow! To, and got to do her parts when she went on vacation. And
3: get laughs.
1: Oh God, yes.
3: How fun! Um, and uh, I mean, but you knew that you were an actress singer, not not some
1: chorus girl, right? I
3: mean, or were you just young I, and wanted uh, to do no, everything? No, no,
1: no. I left. <laughs> I left, sweet Charity, because I couldn't stand to be in the ensemble. Yeah, yeah. So I left and went out to do uh, leads in Summer Stock.
3: Fabulous. <laughs> what, were you, what were your favorite uh, summer stock roles?
1: Uh, I guess there's got to be... Well, there's so many now. Yeah. But I left that show to do The Sound of Music. Mm. And then, uh, well, Carousel mm. is the one that got me into theater. Yeah. Actually, when I did it in high school.
3: With Julie Jordan.
1: I was. And I thought I would be a concert act, singer. Yeah. And then had you trained operatically or or, Um, yeah
3: yeah because you were a soprano
1: I was soprano and I was you know I'd be a classic singer yeah and then when I did that part it was like oh Mm,
3: yeah
1: it's acting and singing yeah you get to cry (laughs) you get to make people laugh that went (laughs)
3: well and those are such I mean if I loved you and what's the use of wondering I mean that's so gorgeous
1: that is my favorite song of all the world. Yeah. All the world is If I Loved You. Yeah. Because like I said, that's what got me into...
3: Yeah. And those that was the golden age of SummerSock, right? I mean, were you doing like what the the Kenley players and those tents everywhere? You know, that, that, that
1: and... asshole did never. never <laughs> Never hired me. But, and I auditioned for him. I never got to do the Kenley players. Uh,
3: well, his loss.
1: <laughs> I'll say. And <laughs> anyway, and I got... Man of La Mancha with
3: mm. John Raitt. Oh, wow. Were you, now, you were you the, the niece in that? Or were you Aldonza?
1: What do you think?
3: Well, I don't know. You were a little young to be Aldonza opposite John Raitt, but I know in those days they would put the star and give him this beautiful young lady <laughs> an inappropriate age difference.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, they weren't in love.
3: Right. I guess, right. It wasn't That's a love... Yeah.
1: You know, she loved him, but it was, wasn't a love relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was Aldonza. What a great role. Oh. I would say that would be my most favorite.
3: Yeah. So okay, well and then but then you did Oh no,
1: um, I that, that can't be my most favorite. But anyway.
3: Well, you there're <laughs> probably things that were more fun. That's a dar- that's a downer. Oh no,
1: it just just was just glorious, yeah. glorious. Yeah. Driving Miss Daisy, I would say.
3: Well, that that's a lot. That's many decades later. I know. But so, is there are there other Broadway credits of yours that are missing here from IBDB because they don't have anything? Betwe- they don't have Sweet Charity. Is it me which that's supposed
1: could... to put them on?
3: Uh, I guess so. I yeah, that would help. I think I can probably submit it. Well, um, oh, could you? But uh, i I just have. To, you do you have a playbill? I'm
1: technically challenged. Just do you focus. do you have
3: any playbills from that? From uh, from Sweet Charity.
1: Maybe somewhere.
3: I, I'll look them up online. It might just be online. Well so, okay but anything else that we might be missing on Broadway I guess what I'm trying to get at is um, you know what what was your context when you uh, you'd already, you'd done Pippin before company Is that right or is that just that Pippin? no
1: company was first.
3: Okay so of, with Sondheim. so Sondheim must have meant nothing to you when you got the audition because we, what a little funny thing happened the way the forum or gypsy I mean it wasn't um, he wasn't the composer that you know dominates our. Lives well, that he, he didn't is now. dominate then, yeah. So, you, you, you and had you seen it when it opened before you went in?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so.
3: So, it was just this interesting I audition. W- I,
1: I was doing Jacques Braille's Alive and Well mm. down at the gate.
3: Oh, yeah, I love that score. What which were your songs in that?
1: With oh, all those songs. i Marie a come back again, and then uh. I loved all games and Mm. fairy tales. I did both, both roles. Mm. Oh, so you sang everything eventually, yeah? Yeah, and that's where I first met Rita Gardner.
3: Mm. Yeah. Sorry about that.
1: I am too, and I can't find uh, Bob, her, her last husband, Bob Serva, and I can't find the address. I mean, we did uh, side by side together. And we also did in which we shared a house together where was that that was out in uh, Long Island mm. um, I don't know we were friends for quite a while yeah and then you know uh, things happen and showbiz, blah, blah, blah.
3: life of an actor right so um,
1: yeah which I can't stand well losing yeah. You have to really work at it.
3: Uh, So you're in Jacques Brel, this long-running hit review at the Village Gate. Very cool. Cool. Down on Bleecker Street, you know, singing these great songs. Um, Not making a lot of money, though, right? Off-Broadway. Well,
1: at that time? Are you kidding?
3: Right. Well, rents were cheap, right? (laughs) Right.
1: Yes. Rents were cheap, but still. Yeah. I remember uh, Ruthie, when I went on for her, and she said, please don't tell anybody, because at that time, you made uh what they made.
3: Oh, oh.
1: Uh something and I think she was making three fifty. Wow. And she didn't want anyone to know.
3: No. And wait was that was before Uh, Laughing or no?
1: Oh yes, way before
2: laughing. Oh so
3: she was a talented up and comer. Oh yeah. 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 Um
1: But anyway you asked me Yes, company was the first time the work was done.
3: So you go in and with do you remember your audition for company?
1: Uh, yes, I think I sang, uh, I'm Marika Marika. I'm pretty sure I sang that. And Hal said to me, where have you been? And, you know, at that time, an agent didn't submit me for Broadway. Right. Wasn't submitting me for Broadway things.
3: Yeah. Well, you must have been, if you didn't know that much about Sondheim, you certainly knew much about Hal at that time, even oh, just yeah. as a producer. Well, uh,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. So, so you get the job to and, go in.
1: And with Michael Bennett, you know. And I mean? Michael Bennett.
3: Yeah. And were, were you intimidated at all by Hal and Michael Bennett or just excited to no, jump in? No, thrilled. Yeah. And the the audition was for the London production. You were just doing two weeks on Broadway to right. be part of that.
1: Yeah, it was for the London because... Uh, Meryl didn't... A lot of the people didn't want to go to England. Didn't want to go out of town. Meryl, uh...
3: The Erickson opening night cast of Company. Susan was... Merle Louise. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Well, I got the first... Thing.
3: And you worked with her many times later. Well, Into the Woods, most significantly.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah,
3: the... yeah I guess she wasn't in all the other Into the is um... Is she still around? Do you Have you had any contact as with her? As far as
1: I know, I'm pretty sure she is.
3: I did a reading with her in, like, 1998, like, when I was an intern at the McCarter Theater, and she was so amazing. And I just, oh, yeah. I remember the first day of rehearsal, Judy Blazer walked in and said, Merle, Judy Blazer, I've loved you in everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, she has been in everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. She's been in so many so things. So many things,
3: yeah. Well, it. in song time, too. Um, so, okay, well, uh, so, so you go off, had you been to London before? Had you worked there at all?
1: No, company was the first time.
3: And, um, that's what, I mean, I know that the show was very... Oh, we opened in
1: 1972, and I remember our opening night was at Chow Chinese uh, Restaurant. How chic. Oh, it was, it was just great, just great. I found a wonderful little little muse house. Mm, what's a
3: muse house?
1: It's, uh... Like a carriage, mm, you know, mm-hmm. where they park their cars, but they call them Muse, Muse House. Oh,
3: like the like the, on the Muse, M E W S.
1: M E W S. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like a doll's house. You had know, to walk up the stairs. In
3: what? In near the in the theater district?
1: Uh, no, uh, I took the tube in.
3: Oh, look at you! Yeah. Not intimidated, just ready to just take London by storm.
1: Ah, yeah. And and how long were
3: you there? Do you remember?
1: were there 2 months mm. I think then I was there uh, with Dan Yankees with Jerry many Harris- many years later yeah yes. many years later. and you were
3: you were Meg in that yes. yeah yeah love that role yeah yeah
1: glorious role
3: um what's that hilarious song about the, the 6 months or the 6 months down of oh my god <laughs> i love it oh, um god. Okay, so did, did you spend a lot of time with Sondheim uh, on, on that London engagement of company?
1: What do you mean, spend a lot was of time? Was he
3: very out? involved in that rehearsal process, or was it the show was finished and it was really just how? No, and
1: no, Michael he was Brandon. around. Oh, definitely.
3: And uh, I mean, did you have any idea that this was someone you'd be working with so much over the next no, you know, huh? 20 years? No. Um, but the, and then when it closed, how soon after that did you go into the national tour in the States?
1: Uh, yeah, because when we closed over there, we came back and the, the tour was already out. Right. And they asked me to come in and join the tour. So it was pretty shortly after.
3: And was that your first tour? I guess so. Because that that was a pretty high-profile tour, right? The big Hal Prince show. and. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, with, I
1: remember I joined it in uh, Washington. In Washington. Yeah.
3: Um, what theater in Washington was it?
1: I don't
3: know. No. Doesn't matter. Um, and then, uh, were you in the tour for a long time?
1: Yes, I stayed with it. Yeah. So
3: were you, did you do that with Julie Wilson when she came in as the Joanne?
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. Do, do you have any memories of, of her?
1: No, but she was awesome. Yeah. 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 No, she was great. Great. But I don't have any personal stories. No, no. Like, personal stories. I have more personal stories with uh, A Little Night Music. Yes.
3: Okay, so that's pretty soon after then that you went and, and did that.
1: Well, A Little Night Music was after Pippin.
3: Okay, so Pippin's in between. You went in, and did you, were you the understudy from the beginning covering Catherine? Like, did you cover Jill Clayburgh in it, or only when the no,
1: second No, Jill was first, and then Betty. Yeah. And then... I stood by for and
3: Betty. Stood by for Betty, and then took over, and then um, and then went into night music,
1: and then went into night.
0: Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: And so, I mean, you've been, you know, in these more um, vernacular type, you know, and Pippin is really pop music, essentially. I mean, so was that, did you feel gratified to get to use your classical chops going into the Levis leader role?
1: Oh my God, yes. Yeah. I mean, I had the high E. Mmm.
3: You know, Which
1: Just, unfortunately, I don't have those. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've been... I'm not even sure if
3: I have a high a. <laughs> <laughs> a. A G is impressive alone.
1: Yeah, well, it might drop down to a G actually. <laughs> it will
3: we, I will take a G. I mean, I, no, I think you can play Julie Jordan with only a G, right? She doesn't have to go anywhere over the
1: Oh over no, the well, scale. she's not, Oh, well, she's not really.
3: Yeah, so you're you're ready to go. You can recreate Oh, I
1: was. I could do I could at those times I could sing anything.
3: You know, with, while we bring up Julie Wilson from him, did you ever do any cabaret shows? Any sort of concert stuff?
1: Uh, no, I... I didn't want to be known as a singer.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And which was silly.
3: Right. Well, it's not too late. Yeah, no. No, oh, no, no. We'll talk about that offline. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm not letting it go, but we can get oh, back no. to sometime
1: I did do, uh, when, uh... I did do a, a night at the place up on Seventy Second.
3: The Triad, where they had many names over the years, Stephen yeah, and place yeah,
1: up there, and that was right after uh, Into the Woods, mm. and it was to raise money for AIDS, mm. mm-hmm. and so I did work on. Oh yes, I did. I did do uh, it was off, off Broadway, past Houston. There's a dinner, you know, uh, where they did a lot of cabarets. Oh, all the way down. Uh, yeah. There's West Broadway. So there's house. To, yeah. And then, you know. Like in Soho. Uh, in Soho. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the there, venue. The, the name of the place, I think it was called Off-Broadway.
2: Oh, oh. At hmm.
1: that time, when I was in Pippin, yeah. uh, they were going to do a whole... Uh, uh, series of Broadway understudies. Oh, hmm.
3: interesting.
1: And uh, I worked on mine and paid on it. And I'm the only one that had, that worked on a show. You know, uh, and so, so they had me. And I, you were the series. <laughs> uh, so I was there. And oh my God, I remember being down in the basement saying, what am I doing? Yeah. I said, I can't do this. Oh, no, I was petrified. But
3: you got up there and you Petrified.
1: Did and I said, I have to leave. <laughs> this is my, my old conversation. Yeah. And I, then I said, Joy, all your friends are out there in this path. You can't do that. You're going to have to go up. So after the first two numbers, I had so much fun.
3: Good. Well, see? That's what I'm going to remind you of. Um, so, okay. Well, after se- several years in Pippin, although you went back and did more Pippins later, but after after the initial run in Pippin, you went into a little night music. And, um, you know, now you're a Sondheim veteran already at this point, having done the different incarnations of company and coming into that. Um, I Did you... you did. Was there any talk of going and doing night music in London a couple years later? Or... Um,
1: no, I don't think they took any from Yeah, right. I guess just, any... um... It's like the whole company got to go. With company. Because it was like an yeah. exchange program.
3: Oh, right. Like they did with Chorus with Line, equity. too. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, um, uh, but no.
3: Not not Night Music. And then, um, did you audition for Sweeney Todd? Or were you what, what was your I relationship never, uh, with that?
1: Uh, I've never auditioned for Sweeney Todd. And, I'm um, not sure why. I don't know. I did audition for uh, Side by Side. Yeah. I didn't get that,
3: but you did the show later.
1: Yes, with yeah, Rita. Yeah.
3: Um, Wait, what about folly I guess Follies. You were just busy working. Follies. I, you were really I in between al- the I roles audition, in that time.
1: I didn't get an audition for Follies either. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing or why.
3: Yeah. Well, maybe you were you were not old enough to play the old people and you were not, you know, the the chorus too. girls to be the yeah, so so You were, Oh
1: God. Would love to have done that. Well,
3: I'm surprised you never did you Open never do roles. Follies Anywhere?
1: Yes. <laughs> at Barrington Stage.
3: Oh wonderful. But were you Phyllis? P- oh well, I could see you as Solange as well. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I mean I could see you as all those women actually.
1: Well, oh my God. But anyway.
3: So okay, um Oh, the Barrington State. Did Julie Boyd direct that? I think maybe like I think I was reading about that at the time. Um,
1: And Steve came. I have a picture of him and like uh, McCarthy. It's all right. Jeff McCarthy. Jeff. Yeah. Sweet guy. He was bad. So the picture. I don't know. Do I have that picture anywhere? I'm not sure. Anyway, so I got close. You know, and uh, Jeff said. Well, I want to be next to him, and Steve said, I've known her longer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was right next to him.
3: I love it. Uh, um, okay, well, so what about Sunday in the Park with George? Did you did you audition for that? I
1: auditioned once uh, as a replacement mm-hmm. for James, and obviously I didn't get Was that.
3: that your first time meeting James, that audition? I think so. But he must have liked you, because then he cast you in, in Merrily.
1: Well, I don't think it was really up to him. I think it was Steve.
3: Because
1: ah. when I auditioned, yeah. Uh you know, it was like he said to me, he said, I don't this is James. Yeah. Said, I don't know uh I don't know what role, you know, that you can play. Yeah. And I said, I don't care, I'll play anything. Yeah. Because I needed to get out of town, another re- relationship.
3: <laughs>
1: and I said I don't care. I'll play anything. Yeah. So I got to do multiple roles, mm. small roles of things.
3: Yeah. Oh, in merrily Yeah. So okay, and except I that understud- you were the reporter. And I
1: was to underst- understudy uh, Gussie Mary Gordon Mary.
3: Oh, wonderful! Was she Mary?
1: No. No, that was Heather.
3: Oh right. So she was um... Mary Gordon Mary was. Beth maybe the ex-wife no that was Marion Maisie was, was the ex-wife I can't check this one is on the Overture website so sad what a loss
1: we shared a house together
3: oh really well I
1: you know they housed us in you know people's
3: yeah. homes Mary Gordon Murray was Gussie the producer's Gussie. wife yeah, what a great part
1: that's the role that I love that studying.
3: character I bet you were hysterical um so okay uh so, wait, the reporter. Does that mean you were the one when he sings Franklin Shepard Inc. That's no,
1: that I didn't get to do that part.
3: No. Uh, oh, is no. that a male character? That reporter?
1: No, she uh, uh, B J. Ward.
3: Oh, she did that one.
1: Yeah, she's yeah. out of uh, California. Mm, mm. Uh, but so I, I'm sorry, minor. Just yeah. Parts, little little parts.
3: But you loved working with James Lapine, and he obviously loved working with you.
1: Oh, do anything with Steve. And
3: so, uh, and I know Steve obviously came to see that show because that was the beginning of the endless rewriting of Merrily We Roll Along.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, he was there.
3: Um, And then how did your involvement in Into the Woods begin? Do you remember the first time you even were aware there was a show called Into the Woods?
1: Oh, they called me in uh, for the reading. Yeah. Uh, uh, You know, over playwrights casting director had me come in for things.
3: So you went into audition for that? No, I didn't audition. They just asked you to come do the reading. Yeah, and you were a stepmother from the beginning.
1: Yeah.
3: And um, was that? Do you remember? Was that reading like a twenty-nine hour reading, or was it just a no. one-day, like sit at a table kind of thing? Or
1: I don't. We didn't have twenty-nine hour readings then.
3: Oh. Um, but uh, the, there was a Stephen Holden piece in the New York Times days before Into the Woods opened on Broadway the first time and it talked about um, the fact that there had been a reading at Playwrights Horizons for one day and then a workshop at Playwrights Horizons and then the production at the Old Globe and then another workshop and then Broadway. That's right. But so far nobody that I've spoken to has remembered a difference between the reading at Playwrights Horizons and the workshop at Playwrights Horizons. I am talking to Ira Weitzman, so I'm hoping he'll... That's Ira. I'm hoping he'll be able to distinguish Oh, Ira this. will know. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Yeah.
1: Because
3: uh, everybody's saying, oh, Ben, it was so many years ago. I don't remember. No, I'm... Yeah. Th-
1: that is correct because,
3: uh... But see, I don't trust that Times article. It was by Stephen Holden and something else he said. In the- First of all... He Keep said something where he said Mr. Sondheim and da 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 and Jim and I was like why is he calling James Opine Jim? And then he said, um and there were workshops on both coasts and I'm thinking, Well, the old globe wasn't a workshop.
1: No, that's not so a workshop.
3: I started doubting whether Stephen Holden knew what a workshop was or what he was talking uh-huh. about. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see what Ira says. Thank you for indulging me in this, you know, well, I'm just thanks. so well, thank fascinated you for by the my uh, I'm so fascinated by the you know, I just want the the details. Um,
1: no, I love details.
3: Well, it's like, you know, and this show now, it means so much to so many people, you know. I mean, I'm sure to you, this show means a lot to you, as does every show you did or several of the big shows you did mean the most. <laughs> but people that did Into the Woods in their high school or, you know, it's worldwide. Uh, you are sh- This over. tradition. Yeah. All over yeah. This,
1: uh, this show. Well, it's the longest Running show of Sondheim's. Of Sondheim. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about now, but yes. Yeah. Have you been to the we, revival, uh, by
3: the way? Almost.
1: We almost ran two years. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I remember when we opened, and so did uh, Phantom. And we were Thursday, had a matinee, and I got to go, and I, I looked and I went, Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, uh, that I did. I was like,
3: I mean, isn't is it insane? Going to
1: be... Yeah.
3: Into the Woods Big now is on this its is third something. Broadway production, its fifth New York production, and Phantom is only now about to close. I mean...
1: After all these years. Yeah,
3: and yet, I mean, I take Into the Woods with me on my desert island (laughs) you know (laughs) but um okay the cast of this according to the Overture website Betty Buckley was the witch where at Playwrights Horizons according to this Overture website that's not how you recall it
1: wait a minute she did the workshop was Betty involved in that first reading question mark Don't do question
3: it says mark. ray gill was the baker so this is yeah. before chip was involved
1: right
3: um joanna gleason was the baker's wife um mary darcy who'd been in sunday in the park with george was cinderella yeah bob gunton was the narrator and the steward do you know bob yeah
1: yeah i know him but not knowing do, you know what I mean.
3: but i mean do you remember him being in it
1: probably
3: uh robert sean leonard was jack I guess a young, not yet famous Robert Sean Leonard. Um, I mean, he probably was very young. Um, Danielle Furland, already was Little Red Riding Hood. Barbara Bryn, already Jack's mother. Howard McGillin.
1: Howard. Cinderella's Definitely. prince. Oh my God. It's and
3: RIP Patrick Quinn as Rapunzel's yeah, the, prince. Yeah, two of those. And uh, that was news to me about him. And then uh, the three wolves, were howard mcgillen betty buckley and danielle furland and the birds were joy franz and bj ward and the doves whoa the doves were nancy Opal and janna schneider any of that <laughs> nancy Opal. oh sorry i missed i skipped over when i turned pages obviously joy franz stepmother john carpenter was cinderella's father and the mysterious man um and uh, Nancy Opal was Florinda and Janice Schneider was Lucinda,
1: What?
3: according to this. Oh
1: God, I don't remember those people at all.
3: Right? Okay, so this is one story. If it wasn't, do you, is there anyone you do remember that's not on this list from either the reading or the workshop at that time? And aside from casting, what do you remember about that early those, that early incarnation before San Diego? What do you mean? About the material or about... Um, like, I understand um, there was a lot that wasn't written yet. Um,
1: oh, oh yes. It's like... <laughs> in San Diego, uh, there was... Uh, I was a wolf.
3: Right. And, and a bird?
1: I, I don't know what they're talking about. Is
3: that like Cinderella's birds? Like... Did did you did the birds have to sing or speak back to her at some point? No, it
1: was not me. No.
3: <laughs> Lies. I was a,
1: and I was a wolf. Yes. I was a female wolf, and the little pig was uh, Louise, um, Meryl Louise. Oh, cute. And we had an adorable scene together. Oh, really? What was that? And I had this costume, so awesome. You know, buxom.
3: A sexy wolf. Things.
1: Oh, I was a very sexy wolf. And anyway... And you know, I was teaching my little, my little wolf, yeah, you know, my baby, how to blow, you know, the house down. Was the that pit.
3: Danielle Ferland as your baby? Uh, no, oh no, that, no, it was, no Meryl. It was Meryl. Oh, she was not the pig. She was the baby. I'm wolf. sorry.
1: I, I, yeah, sorry about that. Scratch the pig. No pig. So I'm talking about the the you know with the pigs. And, and Louise was your baby. But she wolf. was my baby. And I, hilarious, you know, Huff and huff and you, you know, we had so much fun. And it was hysterical, and they had to cut it. Yeah, because of the time constraint.
3: But then, when you went back, the the revival that you went into in two thousand two, you did have the um, the two wolves in that production, right?
1: Yeah, it but was, we never,
3: but not, but not that material. No, and they were both guys. It wasn't you. It wasn't. Yeah, it, was uh, guys. it wasn't a stepmother track to be the wolf at that point. No. Yeah. Um,
1: what two wolves are they talking about at La Jolla In I was, yeah, San Diego did you say three wolves you mentioned
3: well this was sorry this was the the reading I was talking about with Howard McGillin, Betty Buckley Daniel Ferland as the wolves and Joy Franz and BG Ward as the birds but the um, La Jolla production who they credit as the uh, oh no that's Marilee sorry um, La Jolla here world premiere into the woods with that artwork um The uh, cast there, John Cunningham as the narrator. And one of the wolves and the steward. uh,
1: He was the main wolf and the...
3: And the steward and the narrator. Steward? Yeah, according to Overture.com. Kim Crosby as Cinderella. Yeah, true. Um, Ben Wright as Jack. Chip as the baker. Joanna as the baker's wife. Joy Franz as Cinderella's stepmother slash wolf. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Kay McLelland as Florinda slash Rapunzel.
1: Uh
3: Uh-huh. Lucinda was Lauren Mitchell. Barbara Brinjack's mother, Luann Ponce, Little Red. James did remember very specifically that Danielle had not been available in San Diego. That's why Danielle... Luann. uh, No, that Danielle Furland had not been available. Right. Right. That's why Luann was in it, yeah. And then that's why Danielle was right away back to being Little Red after San Diego but that Luann did he did remember that Luann was a replacement on Broadway and did the tour I guess um uh Ellen Foley as the witch George Coe as the mysterious man slash Cinderella's father
1: that's
3: right uh Merle Louise as Cinderella's mother slash granny slash giant slash wolf I guess that's your your wolf cub yes (laughs) uh Chuck Wagner Rapunzel's prince Kenneth Marshall as Cinderella's prince, uh, Rick remember, yeah. Oquita as the footman. Who? Rick Oquita. Oh, I
1: have no idea.
3: Pamela Tomasetti as Snow White. Terry Kanakata as Sleeping Beauty. Thankless roles, um, but uh, so yeah, that that list that seems accurate. That's The accurate. way they list it, but I mean that they better get right because that's that's on the record. That was a yeah, you know, open production for. A I'll while. have
1: to look and that see was if reviewed. I have any. If I have any of those playbills.
3: Yeah, well, especially of the reading. I'm so, if you have anything from that. um, I wish, I wish I could see that scene. Well, actually, my friend just sent me a video. I'll send it to you of the San Diego production. I don't think it's very good quality, but, uh, but we'll be able to see, uh, you know, see that scene.
1: Oh, cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, So that'll be fun. Um, And then... uh, and then you came back to New York, and you did. It. And then this workshop in New York was for the, uh, for the producers that
1: of the Broadway right. production. Yeah. pre Broadway. And yeah. um, so this was. They wanted to work on it, you know, you know more. it was, yeah. too, it was too long, and yeah, that's why to be continued. Because people started to leave. Right in San Diego. Yeah.
3: Have you seen the Broadway revival, the current production, or did you see it at City Center?
1: I tried to see it at City Center. Yeah. Because I was out doing. A, a play yeah and when i got back and <laughs> realized that you know that lauren was doing my role yeah you know i wrote i said you're playing what role <laughs> Mark, <Mr>. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and uh well everything was sold out
3: oh yeah it was crazy uh, huh
1: couldn't even get a uh, balcony which was like three ninety five. <laughs> there was one ticket left yeah in the orchestra for 1000 yeah 900 I think something right people
3: were freaking out. they didn't so know so I move.
1: went what the fuck
3: yeah that's just not. well unfair. they should have invited you it's
1: just unfair well shoulda coulda woulda
3: did they not invite you to the Broadway opening no huh. I'm mad. no I'm going to write an angry letter um
1: no uh but uh So I wrote her a note, Laura, and because I was spoke to Kay, who's Mm. down in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. and see about is that where she lives? Yes, married and has Mm -hmm. uh, two children. Yeah, two children. And uh, anyway, if she could come up and we would surprise her. Mm. This was at Encore. Yeah. And then when I realized that, oh fuck that, and she couldn't come, so I wrote a lovely a funny note yeah. to Lauren and some flowers and left it at Very the stage sweet. door. And she was so touched
3: I'm sure. by that.
1: Anyway, she took me to see the revival. Oh, you we went together. Because she's a Tony winner. Yes. I'm a uh, voter, voter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she took me out to dinner and she took me to see the revival. And uh, interesting.
3: Yeah. It's it just that, that sort of second act... Left turn feels less left now. Um,
1: it feels to, left, left.
3: Well, it feels less. Uh, it doesn't it feel mo- as a, much of as a important? stretch. Oh. Well, no, it it feels oh, it just. Too it just feels very realistic. immediate. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel like a a, a vision of an you know a fever dream. It feels like reality. Yeah, um, you're right. And um, which you know, no, it only makes the show more relevant. Uh, you know, but of course, James Lapine said.
1: Well, you know, people
3: said, you know, there was resonance about AIDS and there was resonance about, um, what was the other thing he would mention in terms of... um,
1: What did he say about AIDS, really?
3: That a lot of people were saying that the the AIDS, this certainly was not his or Sondheim's intention, but that uh, a lot of people experienced at the time that Into the Woods opened the uh, sort of apocalyptic time of the second act of Into the Woods being reflective of the AIDS epidemic. Um, you know, and people were, people who were losing friends left and right in their day-to-day lives would come see into the woods and feel that it felt very accessible to them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh wow, yeah, that's, that. is, I'm sure that would be true, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because the bodies do pile up in act two, although not the stepmother, because she, <laughs> you know she... goes to a hidden kingdom.
1: Some people are cut off to battle giants and others are not. So, and as cool. long as I can be of no help, I'm going to hide.
3: It's just such a Republican. <laughs> I love it.
1: Lauren said, Republic, don't even say that word. <laughs> uh, she, Lauren said, she said, I stole your line reading. I said, what do you mean? She said, that line. And she said, and the way you did it, it works. <laughs> for, uh, it, it's very important. I was supposed to have a song. Oh really? There was supposed to be a song there. James, when he said, "Well, when we come to New York, I think you're going to have a song there."
3: Hmm. Do you did you Which ever get have a been sense of based well, on that, that never line? Happened. Yeah, that's Obviously. too bad.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over a 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Well, you know, when Jackie Hoffman was in the Adams family as the granny, and um, she was supposed to have a song out of town, it was promised to her and never got written. Came yeah. came to Broadway. It never got written. Opened on Broadway. It never got no, written. No. So she did her cabaret show at Joe's Pub, and she wrote her own granny song <laughs> and she sings it.
1: <laughs> Good for her. And you've already
3: got your title, Hidden Kingdom.
1: Hidden Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's very funny.
3: Were Were there other um, changes that you uh, either disagreed with, or changes that didn't happen that you had been hoping for, you know, what, what, what where, where were you in there? For the... here? For this one? No, no, in the original production, in the development, you know, from San Diego to opening night on Broadway, you know, uh, besides the obviously great
1: hole oh, well, in act
3: two of the stepmother song.
1: Well, that song, uh, when we were in rehearsals and, uh, Kim had a new song to sing and... On the
3: steps of the palace. No. No one is alone. Mm
1: wrote it that night and her holding the sheet music and singing tears just burst out of my eyes because it's one of the most I think uh, spiritual yeah really very spiritual song
3: it's interesting to hear you say the word spiritual because you know I'm I'm in a 12 step recovery Are you, and congratulations. I, thank you thank you 11 years um, oh man yeah yeah uh, but I uh, I know that um, one of the things that a lot of people who are staunch atheists who struggle in 12-step recovery, because especially in terms of Alcoholics Anonymous, where it was written at a God. time where God. just, yeah. yeah, and Christianity was just presumed. It wasn't even meant, I think, to be prescriptive. It was just, they didn't imagine that anyone wasn't you know, an American right. Protestant. So, but now a lot of people really have a hard time, especially with that book. Some of the newer programs, the, you know,
1: Hard uh, e- Power. Yeah,
3: Overeaters mm-hmm. Anonymous or, you know, the narcotics things or sex things, you know, there's more, they're more modern because they're the same book just rewritten later. But especially with Alcoholics Anonymous, I've heard so many people struggle. And the thing that the sort of wise old timers, you know, often are able to give them that. Helps them bridge Achieve. that gap, yeah. Is that, um, this idea of community and fellowship as being really what a, a god is in a sense? And they'll even say, uh, it can mean group of drunks is god for uh-huh. god. Um,
2: oh.
3: and I, I've often thought, oh, you know, like and I've even noticed like when my parents sometimes my mother especially talks about like why she still goes to synagogue because I'm always just kind of like, why, who cares, why do you do that, you know. But she says that it's um, it's about this sense of being together that means mm-hmm. something to her. And so it immediately made me think of those things when you said about, because no one is alone, is about community, connection, and mm-hmm. fellowship. And uh, that is so spiritual. It's just, I mean, that's the nature of spirituality, right, is our relationship to each other and ourselves. And yeah. that's that's fascinating. Yeah.
1: tears just burst, just came in. That song.
3: I mean, I've heard um, two moments in sort of Sondheim history get referenced in that way. And one is when he wrote, not spiritually, but when was it out of town or in previews when he wrote Send In the Clowns in a hotel room and it, you know, was immediately like, there's Send In the Clowns. And I've heard Joanna Gleason and, um, Kevin Crosby talk about the day that you just referenced in San Diego, when he wrote no one is alone or when he gave you all, no one is alone. And it's that same, uh, sense of, you know, wow. Yeah.
1: Um,
3: I can't imagine. I mean, I, I only saw the show as a finished piece for the first time <laughs> where that was the, you know, the, I don't know if the 11 o'clock number, but the, you know, the big anthem really at the yeah. end. Um, uh, I can't imagine that you were working on this show and thinking about the show and developing this show and you know for all this time and then to suddenly have that appear
1: yeah
3: um it must have did, did it feel like everything in the show came together in that moment
1: yes definitely I mean that's so vivid uh I could just mm-hmm i don't know yeah what
3: what is vivid what do you remember oh
1: just seeing i just just saw uh a picture just of what it was like there in san diego what what is the tell
3: me about the picture what do you Uh, can you describe it
1: just seeing you know how you can lose hope you know i think and she was trying to lift the spirits of uh little red mm. you know and then telling her you know your mother's dead and you know, you know and then Jack and the, and how uh, uh, the baker would say no you're not going to go kill him and you know yeah all of that just it gets me goosebumps yeah that song just uh, it's so what's the word Universal.
3: Mm. Yeah. Universal. Yeah.
1: It hit everyone if you're open for that Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we have a lot of people that aren't even open. <laughs> yeah. To know what love is. Yeah. That they could kill people. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm very distressed what's going on in the world.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really. So, okay, tell me more back to. Um, Oh. into the woods,
1: okay
3: uh the show comes together. you have no one is alone and you come to New York and pretty soon after that you know that you're going to Broadway and that there's a a, a workshop happening was um did did you get those was the workshop you already knew that you were cast for Broadway or was it did mm-hmm. one thing have to happen first no I was it yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I was it from the beginning.
3: Yeah yeah you were. You were the only stepmother and then um, and then what about uh, when you came into the, the revival uh, 20 years later or I guess it was 15 years later um, what uh, how did that come about? Had you already seen that production prior to getting the offer to go in after Pamela? Uh,
1: I was doing a uh, little night music. Being Desiree. Oh, lovely! Uh, at uh, Riverside Bristol Theater, mm. and Dennis Kelly. He wrote me and said, "Pam, Pam Myers is not going to uh, continue with the show." I'm not answering your question, though. Uh, well, you, you did I see t- it prior? Uh, I'm interested. Yes, in I did. It. I saw it, and uh, like during one of the, I guess previews. Very Were, early.
3: Was that the first production you had seen since the original, or had you seen any of the various regional productions, or did you go to London or anything to see it? Or anything? no.
2: Uh-uh.
3: Um, and I, uh, oh, and excuse me, I think I skipped something. Didn't you also go into the first tour? I joined. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I joined the first tour.
3: And uh, did you do that for, for some time?
1: Yes, I think I did that till it closed. Mm. Right, right,
3: And do you remember who you were in that with? Mm. Like, was Charlotte Ray and like Cleo Lane still doing it, or were they gone already?
1: I think it was Charlotte Ray after Cleo. Cleo started the tour. Yeah. Isn't that right?
3: it started with Cleo as the witch and Charlotte as Jack's mother oh. and then I think Cleo was replaced I want to say by Betsy Joslyn and uh, and I think Charlotte was replaced by Norma May Ling what? Uh, it sounds I know it sounds great and when Norma May Ling was very young to be replacing Charlotte right but
1: Charlotte Ray as uh Jack's mother? Yeah. Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah. No, Charlotte Ray was definitely Jack's mother. Which was a small part for you know, she was a huge T V star at that point, but that was her part.
1: Yeah.
3: Um uh. I mean she couldn't have really played the Witch. Um I'm actually surprised she could play Jack's mother. That's a hard part to sing. I think
1: oh! I had to understudy that part in the revival
3: that's difficult right
1: are you kidding uh i guess i was too old to to cover the witch at that point so they had me understudy oh and i had to go on oh my god that is the hardest song yeah i usually find that sometimes songs easy to sing I don't know why. Because they're think,
3: intuitive. It's so yeah, intelligent. Yeah, it follows uh, yeah. the emotional thread. Right. The and lyrics so the, the sit properly it, on the music.
1: Perfectly. Yeah. But Jack's was like so off the beat. but Yeah. Uh, uh, uh,
3: Tuition, uh, wait. That's very so, hard.
1: Jack, Jack, Jack. You're going to head in the sack. Uh, da, 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 da 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 Oh, God. That was hard.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yes, yeah, so the opening cast of that first national was uh, Cleo Lane as the witch, Charlotte Ray as Jack's mother, Mary Gordon Murray as the baker's wife, um, Ray Gill as the baker, Tracy Katz as Little Red, Kathleen Roe McAllen as Cinderella, Rex Robbins as the narrator of Mysterious Man, Chuck Wagner as the wolf and Cinderella's yeah. prince, um, Joanne Cunningham as Cinderella's stepmother.
1: Yes, I replaced her
3: and then the stepsisters were dinette cumming and susan gordon clark anybody else norma Mae ling is the grandmother and giant not she
1: was mother. in yeah. that pre- oh do you know her we were good friends for quite a while
3: oh i'm such a fan of her recording of forbidden broadway
1: Ah, uh, yeah
3: oh and douglas sills was uh rapunzel's prince and then the replacements Francis Ford as Jack's mother, Jill Geddes as Cinderella, Adam Grepper as the baker, Betsy Joslin as the witch, Norma May Ling as Jack's mother. Although it says Nora May Ling. Isn't uh-huh. it Norma?
1: No, it's Nora. Oh, it is Nora. I Nora made that up.
3: Marcus Olsen as the baker, Patty Ben Peterson as Cinderella,
1: right.
3: um, James Clow as Jack. That's funny. Jonathan Hadley as Rapunzel's prince. Right, right. Judy Mich- it doesn't even list you. We've got to correct this. To replace. Too. Yeah.
1: That I replaced it. It doesn't
3: it doesn't show you in the replacements of oh, the Oh really? Toy. Yeah.
1: Well what the fuck?
3: I guess they're like they didn't even bother they're like, oh she created it. They didn't even think to put you there. That i replaced it. We've got a lot of updating.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um and uh Barbara Marino yeah. as grandmother and giant. Um so uh so you had done that first before before the revival yeah um and uh so i guess it was with betsy joslin as the witch
1: god isn't that crazy
3: people love her oh i love her yeah
1: we were very close friends for quite a while yeah you know but i remember uh that's just crazy that i don't remember her being the witch on the tour that's bizarre for me.
3: Who do you remember as a witch?
1: I don't remember. You
3: know what? I guess you don't have that many scenes with the witch. I
1: don't. But Betty, Betsy and I were friends. Yeah. I, I, I know when... Uh, maybe,
3: but maybe this is incorrect. Maybe there's another incorrect. witch replacement that's not... Oh, I wonder if the other website says something different. I didn't even think this is like um, is, this is such like a mystery it's so crazy these things are not like uh, I mean and this is even an improvement that there's even an incorrect listing you know uh, you know, an incomplete listing uh, does this show tours
1: I remember definitely with the, in the original and they were thinking about who uh, could cover uh, Cinderella and the witch yeah and James, Cinderella and the Witch. And the Witch. Uh, I don't know. I was talking with James, and I said, well, I said, there's really only one woman that I can think of who could possibly cover both, and that's Betsy Jocelyn. Mm. And that's who they hired. And
3: that's who they hired. Um, I
1: said, she's the only one that could do that.
3: Well, they, they must have been familiar with her from Sunday in the Park. Oh, sure.
1: Peter Todd and everything.
3: Uh, I mean, he I'll didn't hire me.
1: because of my saying. Yeah. Well, maybe saying, he did. I said, there's only one woman
3: maybe one actress said,
1: that could cover both of those parts.
3: If, if Joy agrees, it must be correct. Okay, so we've got through the uh, national tour. You
1: know, it's like when you join and then it's... A,
3: it's a whirlwind, right? It's a whirlwind yeah.
1: and I didn't, you don't have enough time. Yeah. I didn't have enough time to get to know everyone.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because we're moving one week yeah and another it wasn't a sit down
3: no Mm-mm.
1: for a while yeah so that's
3: was the set very different from the Broadway set
1: <clears throat> well of course we didn't have the the witch going down yeah I remember my first time going on my toe happened to bend just like that. Ooh. With a trap. So and I'm screaming and it's not going down. I don't know why I'm not going down. <laughs> just... I don't know why. And I was sh- getting wished off. <laughs> because that's how I was in rehearsals. Yeah. I right. never had no No of course there was no rehearsal time. Yeah. Of using those. And the uh, you know and the chair and all of that it was like James said, why didn't you, what happened there? <laughs> well, my toe must have been just a little over, and I had no rehearsal, so I'm lucky that I was organic enough yeah. to get the fuck off stage.
3: Well, I'm glad the system didn't just, like, grab you by the toe and pull you down.
1: <laughs> oh, they didn't want to take any chances, you know.
3: So okay, now you were saying that you were in Night Music, the what? Bristol Theater, and you get the call from Dennis Kelly that Pamela Myers is leaving the Broadway revival.
1: Oh, Dennis Kelly, you know who passed.
3: Oh no, I don't. I don't know him.
1: He played Old Joe.
3: Mm. Oh, and and Damn Yankees with yeah, you with me. Oh, lovely.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, when I saw the show. Early, First previews, in previews. Yeah, early previews, and I wrote both Steve and James, yeah. and uh, I said I'm happy and sad. I said some of the changes, and I said I understand you're making it more family oriented right. and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know what don't know what all I said, but something like that. Yeah, and uh, but I'm so happy that it's so. Now I, I'm out of town and. Uh, you know, not too far away. Yeah. And then when uh, Dennis told me that Pam's not going to continue, uh, get a hold of your agent and have them be on look. I said, well, I'll do better than that. Uh, I said, I'm writing Steve and James. Yeah. And I had a review. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, one of the scenes, you know, uh polishing Cinderella's foot, her chi- her shoes. Yeah. You know.
3: Yeah.
1: A spit, it's a spit shine. Right. Did you know about a spit shine? Of course, yeah. <laughs> I know you do. But James said, Joy, about that spit on the shoe? I yeah. Said, yeah. I said, well, I thought I did it very subtly. And he said, Joy, there's nothing subtle about you. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> and so, I had done a show called uh, Bitter Tears of Petra von Kant. Mm. Uh, I played uh, Petra's mother. Yeah. And Petra. Mrs. von
3: Kant. uh
1: (laughs) 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 And she uh, has become gay. Oh.
3: Now I want to read it. I've heard this title for years.
1: Yeah. And so in the New York Times, I have the review, I think, somewhere, there was an article that Joy Friends said that line about, oh, Petra, how could you, you know? Said that so subtly (laughs) that that it was so real and poignant. I cut that out, I blew it up, and I put it in James and Stephen. and I said, so you see, James, I really can do things. (laughs) <laughs> and,
3: and delivered and he, with subtlety. And I
1: said, I hear that Pam's not good. I would be honored and thrilled to be a part of the show again. But I can do subtle. <laughs> and,
3: but this is so important. I mean, I hope young people listening to this pay attention to this. Because people don't realize how much it's about that kind of initiative and proactiveness and using the relationships that you have. I mean, if you hadn't done that, you might not have gotten that job. You may
1: not have offered it.
3: Yeah. I or, mean, who knows? maybe they would have thought of you, maybe they wouldn't have. But once you suggested Steve it... Steve
1: would have thought of me.
3: But maybe he would have not, you know, I mean, once you who suggested knows? it, you were who they wanted. Right. But they didn't necessarily know that beforehand, you know? Yeah. It's so interesting. People don't uh, necessarily recognize that, you know, because you also, you know, sometimes one feels, oh, am I too pushy or you know, we're always doing this dance, you know, but it's this was a Broadway show that you did because you took the initiative.
1: Yeah.
3: Um and uh, uh
1: I was just thrilled.
3: I mean I guess it had been so many years that it wasn't probably that hard to to learn it because it was this just a new show to you, right? Right, right.
1: So uh that was you know I, I guess I had a week rehearsal.
3: Yeah. But, you know, I think one of the challenges for anyone doing Into the Woods ever is because of the, the vi- I don't even want to call it a video of your original production. It's a film because James Lapine directed it. I mean, this is one of the things he pointed out to me was that with Sunday in the Park with George, it was filmed for television, but they brought in the guy that directed the Golden Girls to direct the cameras, you know, and by the time into the woods came along James LePine had been through that experience and had a little more clout being you know
1: mm-hmm. the, and now having three cameras too. and
3: and and he directed the cameras right and so that that that's a huge difference that the the cinematography is you know envisioned by the librettist and director of the play right. not a TV director who goes yeah yeah, yeah pan out big shot get right, the star yeah, you know right, it's right. like James Lapine knew exactly what he wanted us to watch. And, and so all those performances are preserved at the absolute peak, you know. And we've, for, I mean, I'm 46, and I'm maybe the oldest generation that grew up watching that video, but everybody younger than me, I mean, you know, they talk about Into the Woods. They don't want to hear about Sweeney Todd or A Little Night Music or Sunday in the Park. I mean, to them, Into the Woods is, is that's, it the number one most important Sondheim show yeah. and they know we all know every moment it's not just like you oh I know the cast recording it's like we know the line readings I mean the, anyone that plays the baker's wife we all sit there going well Joanna got the laugh on that line very specifically <laughs> you know it's like you can't, what are they supposed to do you can't just copy Joanna Gleason but nothing else is as funny you know yeah but you can st- that's the challenge follow
1: the lines yeah what are the lines yeah It's written there. Yeah. You don't have to mimic somebody's, you know. uh, You know, you don't have to mimic anybody. Yeah. You gotta laugh,
3: you know. Yeah. But I I love that you said steal it because I've heard so many great actors over the years use that phrase, steal it, steal Mm -hmm. it, you know. And um, the people that seem like they're stealing their performance are never the ones you hear say that. It's always the great actors who say, steal it. Like, explain what you mean by that.
1: I mean, uh, you take from the best.
3: Yeah. But you're, ta- you're taking it and you're making it your I make, own. It's your own. Yeah.
1: I'm making it my own, but I'm still... It's like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to steal that idea. Yeah. Because it it tells the story, and it also brings humor or pathos or whatever you... When I mean, when
3: for example, when you would but go, But it's still
1: going to be the same, but it's yeah, from me.
3: When, but like when you would go on as the witch, yeah. you know, and it seems that that part was fashioned somewhat in the maybe not in the initial creation. I know the songs were written way before, not last midnight, but the other stuff was written before Bernadette was even involved. Yeah. but it's it, there. That part seems to so many of us now so Bernadette. All those lines that you should see the nectarines, you know, I should see my nectarines. That all feels so how's how, how the way in that you that you make that your own
1: how is it well is that a gun in your pocket or you're just glad to see me <laughs> <laughs> to just very little it's, yeah. just, it's just very little yeah had to trust that you have to trust the lines mm. and trust the story mm. and it it works if it's just simple yeah a little a little what? Yeah. I mean, one eyebrow up. Or is that- I believed you. I thought, what is she talking about? I don't
3: have anything in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it's, you make it your own. Yeah. But that's what I always love about whether I'm coming in or creating, is that you get to bring your instincts.
3: Yeah. And is there a difference working with James Lapine? His work has such a specific... Um,
1: now he allows kind of that. vibe
3: to it. Yeah, he seems like he would be someone He's that would. He's open to
1: that. Yeah. I mean, lots of the stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was totally open for discovery. Yeah. And bring it, you know. It's like, okay, well, let's not do that. Yeah. Like, you know. And yeah. one time I crossed myself when I cut, you know, the t- the toe. That's hysterical. And, and it's like, because oh, of it. You know, I've got my own story, background yeah. story. Um, you know, God forgive me that I'm doing yeah. that to my own daughter because that's what we need, the money. And yeah. I have my own story, background sure. story. And uh, J- Steve did say, Joy, would you mind cutting that? Yeah. Crossing yourself. I, okay.
3: How did that? That's such great business, all that stuff with you, with their feet. I mean, that slays. That's always hilarious. Like... How, was that, was that stuff in the script to begin with, or was that stuff you developed in something those workshops? That,
1: something that, you know, first of all, Steve asked me, he said, what happened to, uh, you know, with the prosthesis? Mm. The prop, you know, and you didn't stab it. Yeah. That was my mm. stuff, you know. Well, wait, so that that was stuff your stuff heart. to
3: it was, stick the knife oh, in the yeah. piece of foot that's cut off. Yeah, exactly. Hilarious.
1: And sometimes it would roll forward and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> grab it, you know.
3: But okay, so but when you guys were doing the workshop, like did you have props and stuff in the, hmm. the no. no. So you first had that props in the in San Diego. Yes. And so is that when you started cutting off a prosthetic
1: uh, heel? oh that no that was it. with the music yeah right? it's all incorporated yeah together no we didn't have no in the workshop we didn't have uh
3: no prompt. so you just mimed it
1: uh-huh yeah mm, 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 mm. yeah yeah uh oh it's so much fun
3: yeah <laughs> Thank you for listening to Giants in the Sky How Sondheim and Lapine Went into the Woods on the Broadway Podcast Network Look out for episode 15 with Chuck Wagner the original Rapunzel's Prince
1: Hi y'all, this is Kristen Chenoweth Hi, I'm Gloria Salfan This is, is Sarah
2: Borellis. Hi, I'm Patty LaPone.